0: On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, ladies and gentlemen, it's time time for for Matty Force for you and me. No when it comes to chasing no all right everybody welcome to maddie c sports for you and me uh i have a very special guest today um angelina blessed so let's get ready to talk about muay thai and cannabis which is two good subjects so uh Angelina let let me ask you about um, where it started for you with uh, Muay Thai and all that
1: okay well thanks so much for having me Maddie it's super super fun to be here I um, the whole kind of journey started about like 16 years ago when I first started doing Muay Thai I definitely wasn't an athlete or anything like that it was just something that I kind of felt the need to uh, try something new and kind of put my body to a different sort of test other than just like being a bit of a party girl so I fell in love mm. with the sport and um after training for about a year I went through some shit and ended up getting on a uh getting on a plane and going to Thailand and you know crying the whole way uh it was a pretty scary journey I guess that was like uh 2005 2006 2006 the year after the tsunami and mm. um just got to Chiang Mai and just started training and just absolutely fell in love with the culture and the people and uh, the sport. So that's kind of where we started. And, you know, kind of fast forwarded through 10 years of that training, uh, my body started to kind of break down after all the competing and uh, overtraining and not training properly and having no idea about recovery. So after I started to kind of figure that out, I started to make some butters and oils and uh, treating myself and people that I trained with. And from there, we got uh, quite a bit of recognition, which was really exciting. And we've been able to um, take the products from the illegal market, the legacy market, into the legal market. And we'll be launching across Canada um, in the next couple of months, so.
0: Awesome. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure in Muay Thai land, I mean, Thailand is just the mecca of that. And I, I'm sure you know that obviously. Um, So like, I'm sure it's a, it takes a toll on your body. I mean, did you actually, I see, I was researching you and I was wondering, did you, did you have a record in Muay Thai? Like uh, a winning lose record?
1: Yeah, I had 12 pro fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it was like, uh nine wins so you know it's been it's been a long time so um no I had a few knockouts and you know it was it was a lot of uh it was a lot of really awesome lessons you know I wish I could have fought more uh but at the time there were only kind of demos going on in Toronto Muay Thai and MMA were illegal in Canada for a long time so I would only end up going to Thailand like for the winter and I would fight while I was there. So that's usually like, I would usually get about like a fight or so a year, which wasn't a lot. So, um, but now uh, MMA and Muay Thai are legal in Canada. So it's definitely opened up a lot until COVID hit obviously, but um, yeah.
0: Well, it seems like you're, you're going to be an inspiration for, you know, some Canadian girls for stuff like this. I mean, this is stuff that people need to see, like, you know, it's not just a, a, a man's sport. I mean, we see it in the UFC. I mean, we see, um, we see that stuff everywhere and Muay Thai is kind of like something that I think people would enjoy. They just don't really see it that much. Just like, um, just like pride fighting and, you know, um, Bellator, like all that stuff, everybody has it on national TV and all that stuff. I, it just, I wish they would show the Muay Thai stuff instead of, you know i see documentaries about that stuff and i think it should be more widespread than it is i mean reading articles from you it seems like you really made a dedication to the sport and now like with your products and stuff now it seems like um it seems like it it, it was a blessing in disguise for you for the Muay Thai and then to join into the cannabis kind of business which is really cool so um as me ranting but <laughs> it was
1: it was kind of like a it was kind of like a long lesson, right? So I spent, you know, like twelve of the fifteen years being like, I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter, and then injury after injury, and you know that you kind of can't fight anymore. So yeah, I didn't really know who I was going to be after that. So that comes with the share like a fair share of uh, depression and questioning yourself and things like that. But then. Um, being able to treat myself with the, with the oils that I made and being able to kind of spread that love and knowledge to other athletes has been really, uh, really awesome for me. And that's also been able to give me my next kind of my next chapter to the story of, um, of what my purpose is.
0: So Right. Um, And, and that's my next subject is the cannabis for sure. I mean, you've been called miss canvas. You've been called like so many things and I was amazed at all the stuff you have on on um, the blessing, the blessed stuff. Like I love the train treat uh, treat okay. train repeat. I love that stuff. Like that that's really cool how your product is going like that. And tell me about the water because that seems wicked cool, man.
1: <laughs> um, we just. You know, we're really really lucky that we've been able to join forces with a really incredible licensed producer in Canada, so we have access to some really incredible concentrates and with that technology. uh, We've been able to infuse water and doing drinks was something that from the black market and the legacy market I always really enjoyed doing we made a really great kombucha for a long time, Uh, but the water itself just as far as being an athlete goes just makes sense. Um, how can we get the medicine into us? How can we get it into us in the fastest way? And how can we get it into us in the fastest way without extra calories or um, sugar or anything like that? So water kind of made the most sense to us. So uh, it will be one of the first products that we are going to be launching with. And, um, and I'm really, really excited about it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Are you are you spreading out towards this way like uh, the uh, here in the United States like Massachusetts, Vermont, anything like that? Well, we would
1: love to. It's just a completely different sort of like governing body of of rules and regulations. We would like to take the blessed Brand to the states and to the legal yep. states. Um absolutely. Um and to Thailand as well. That would be a real big dream for me. So, um that's that should all happen probably within the next 5 years hopefully.
0: That's awesome cuz I took a trip to Vermont and I saw like all sorts of stuff. I never seen like, like you have the water. They had all types of juices and stuff in Burlington, Vermont. So like,
1: okay. And I where, where I'd are be, you located, Maddie?
0: I'm located in uh, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm from Boston cause I'm not.
1: <laughs> what, uh, what's, the, what's the legal, what's happening for legalization in Boston right now?
0: Um, So that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that. Mm-hmm. Um, So the legalization part of it is you go through what we call two things. You have recreational and you have medicinal. So the recreational is a little bit different just because you're paying the state tax on the cannabis and all the products such as oils and edibles and, um, and, uh, the flowers and stuff like you're paying for that. But in, um, um, the medicinal part, which me, myself, I have a card myself, but, for that it's, you know, no taxes, no nothing. And it's, it's a pretty easy process. Um, if you think about it, cause you go through talking to a holistic doctor or a person who is a cannabis prescribed um, doctor. And um, you know, some people do it for back problems, anxiety, depression, all that stuff. So it's very interesting. in along that case, and it's, it's very monitored by the state of Massachusetts. So um, they really check up on you by, you know, say you bought the card. um, What's the date today? December 8th. Yeah, I think. So December 8th, I get it today. And six months from now, they make sure, do a follow-up with your doctor. So like you're actually concentrating and taking it serious. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, we want a doctor's note, and we want you to give it to us to give it to you. We're going to give it to you, but you need to give us a note. So then you'll continue with your year and then it's $150 a year to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, for me though, I I think it's great just because I know what product I'm getting. I know what's going to be entailed with it. Is it going to give me energy for the day? Is it going to give me like a nice calming effect, like with um, sativas, indicas or hybrids, you know, like but my favorite's couch Indica, Indica. So um, yeah, um, it, it's a very good thing to have a, a bit of knowledge such as yourself. I mean, I, I'd like to take lessons from you. Cause like some people are just like, Hey, like, uh, like it's very dangerous on the street now because um, unless you know somebody, sometimes you go through a shady person, they might lace it with something. You know what I mean? Like that's the dangerous part of it. If you go through a medicinal like place, like a dispensary, it, I feel much safer knowing because I'm, I'm like 32 years old. I'm not going to, you know, get it off the street, like, you know, if I don't need to. So yeah,
1: we're, we're lucky in that way is that uh, Canada has like, you know, we're completely legal. So there is legitimately a weed shop on like every block. so So it's like a tim
0: hortons every block for you there's
1: a it's a tim yeah there's 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 going to be more weed shops than tim hortons so um (laughs) it's a little overwhelming the weed is slightly overpriced i'm very fortunate that most of my friends grow so um we're like we have really amazing access to really great flowers so long gone are the days of back alley dime bag transactions um, and having to worry about stuff like that so
0: exactly so um you know, and people should know that this stuff is used for, you know, chronic pain, like everything, like, like your page says, chronic pain, like all different types of stuff to really make you heal. And like, you know, this has been known, I, I've known people that have had really bad bats of cancer and th- this stuff helps it, it alleviates the pain. Like, and that's, what's great. And I, I've i talked to athletes just like you. I talked to a four time Stanley cup champion who pr- produces online in, in Detroit. So um, it's great to know that people are really emp- utilizing this in a safe way. Um, so with, with you, I mean, do you, do you own your own like dispensary or anything like that? Or is it um, just through friends type of thing?
1: Oh, no, we um, blessed is a fully legal company now. So we mm-hmm. uh, don't have a brick and mortar location. Um, But we will be being produced uh, out west in uh, BC, and then being shipped across Canada. So um, we are basically we are a, a house of brands under the gallery brand umbrella. And so there are three companies that came up from the legacy market. So it's myself and Fleur. And uh, little pharma, and together all of us made a brand named Cala. So all of those brands will be coming to market at the same time. So we feel like we've got a really great scope of products that we're going to be able to launch um, from uh, edibles to vape pens to um, a high-end pre-roll line. So
0: that's awesome. Cause yeah. me myself, I love the the vape just because like it doesn't give you a smell after, and it's just like it, it's just. I think it's awesome the way it works. And just like the science of cannabis is just a great thing. It it really is a, like, it's like people like you that like have an encyclopedia of how this stuff works and like how, how like, all right, this, this one is really isn't for you, but this one is for you, you know, and I, that's, what's good about medicinal and being at a, at a, at a dispensary is they'll tell you what it really does for you. And I'm just in awe of like how it all works. There
1: is really so much information that we do have access to. Um, but again, it's it's a kind of trial and error sort of process. Like you could take um, like a JTK uh, strain and it will affect you extremely differently than it will affect me. So you know, you can't say that all strains will work the same, you know, and like some people get really elevated off of an Indica strain. So um, it kind of depends on your uh, physiology as well. So, I think most people really do over uh, consume when it comes to cannabis. So always starting slow is going to be your best kind of um, practice with it. I think, I think people will get fucked up. And if that's what you're going for, then that's one thing, but there are a lot of really other great uses for the plant.
0: Right. Exactly. And like, that's what happened to me is I, I smoked for so many years and I just kept going and going and going until one point I was like, I can't, I've had it with this stuff. And then, That was when, like you said, like, like a dime bag or a quarter, like, it's not even like that anymore. It's not like you're getting like, like you think one thing is this the greatest nugget you got. Now it's like this one, it has a THC level of this or, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just a great thing to see like uh, all, all the, so in Massachusetts, we have a bunch of dispensaries coming up They're Like, and we have a lot of farms coming up so it's good to know that here it, it start, it's starting bec- to become a popular thing now with you in in toronto is it is it like a is it growing as big there too because i mean it seems like bc is is the spot to get like
1: um bc is really different i feel that uh toronto is just a little bit more consumer. Um, as far as cannabis goes, but BC is kind of Mecca where all of the really good weed comes from. Um, I don't know if it's the ocean air or what it is or the history that um, British Columbians have in growing weed for us, but they've really got it locked down and the quality that comes out of there is just really, really special. And I have some really amazing Torontonian growers as well that do really crazy, amazing things, but there is something just really special about the flowers that come out of BC. So I guess they would be our, like, they're our equivalent to like Orange County or whatever. So Exactly.
0: I was yeah. just going to say California and um, Colorado grow some good stuff too.
1: It's just that West Coast. I don't know what you guys are doing out there, but... Um,
0: I don't know. Like we're we're don't blowing know. in the wind, I guess. I'm not,
1: I'm not complaining at all.
0: So. <laughs> um, so in that was another question I had for you. In Thailand, is it legal in in Thailand?
1: Uh, le- um, they have just medically... Um, legalized. So there are shops for people with medical licenses. Um, I was there last August when the first cannabis oils were launched into the hospitals. And that was a really special moment that I kind of never thought I saw coming because as far as stigma goes, Thailand is so far behind. They really equate it to a very evil drug. And um, (laughs) so I've had a lot of really great success being able to be in the gyms and with the um, with the foreigner fighters that are there with the Americans, with the Australians, with the Brits, you know, everyone, everyone is really open to talking about weed and most, um, most uh, foreigner athletes are using cannabis in some sort of form to recover at least, Uh, but you can't talk to the Thai uh, you can't talk to the Thai trainers about it. You know, they're, they're, oh, okay. it'd be, they'd equate it to like, you're doing drugs. So, right. um, it's not a conversation that they're ready to have yet and that's okay. But, you know, I think, you know, in places like Phuket in the South, uh, where they're, you know, they're, they're a little, it's just a little bit different. Um, it, uh, I really think that the, the cannabis community is really going to kind of, it's going to pop up really quickly there. And that's really awesome. I'm really excited for that. I think, um, even if they legalized, even for just the tourists, they would just make so much more money. And I think when they kind of really put that into consideration, it'll, it'll be a big game changer for them, especially because of how hard uh, COVID hit them and yeah. uh, how, yeah. how much they're going to really have to put into the recovery to get their tourism numbers back up.
0: Right. And I mean, people have told me about how thailand is they said it's so beautiful out there and like you can ride elephants without a care in the world like just it, it seems amazing out there and with, with again with you with the with the fighters you talk to like do you do you speak thai yourself
1: um you know i've spent so much time out there that my thai was getting really good now i haven't spent much time out there in the last year and a half obviously but um yeah, like we, the more time you spend there, the better the language becomes. Uh, it also kind of depends where you are in Thailand. Uh, there's been a couple locations in Bangkok and a couple locations in Chiang Mai where you just don't have access to people that speak English. So, oh, okay. you know, you are just like thrown into it and being like, okay, we're going to sink or swim. Where places like Phuket, you can always find people that'll speak English. So um, just because there's more tourists around. So you can kind of fake your way through it a little bit.
0: So it's kind of like going a I don't know. I'd say like Quebec where it's mainly they speak French Canadian type of stuff like that. Like, is there a certain provinces like that, that, yeah.
1: Know, can, like you go to rural Quebec, they're not going to, you're probably not going to find too, too many English speaking people, right. Uh, you know, or, you know, but uh, yeah,
0: that's awesome. So um, again, so with your stuff, I mean, it seems awesome that, you know, you're, you're not just dabbling in the, um, the what was I gonna say um the oils and stuff and you're going with edibles too and that I saw one of those chocolates that looked pretty awesome with the art around it like red and yellow stuff that looked wicked cool so like it seems like that gives it a pop like like you guys are getting into that how, well, how...
1: we've been we've been really lucky to have a really great um you know we come from we come from being really big food lovers. So uh, we're surrounded by really incredible chefs, really inspired chocolate makers. Um, the chocolate is designed by a friend of mine who's one of the best chocolate makers in North America probably. That's and awesome. the colors that you saw on that chocolate bar um, are reminiscent of the bright colors of Monk's robes in Thailand. And when, you, oh, when yeah. you're when you going for your yeah. run in the morning, you see the bright um burgundies and golds the gold of the temples and the burgundy of the of the monks robes and it's just like a constant reminder of your path and it's a constant reminder that you're being protected and um you know it's it's not just we're not just here to get people high and we're not just here to um mess people up it's really about um helping people find their way a little bit and that's um And that's, that's the best thing. If somebody could have told me that, you know, that cannabis could be used for, um, for productivity or cannabis can be used for anxiety control, you know, like uh, seven years ago, I would have laughed at it because all I knew was stoner stigma. Um, and all of that changed. So I'm really thankful that all of those things can change for people and, uh, and we can use this plant to grow and continue to do so.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing is, like you said, it was kind of taboo back in the day. It's like, oh, let's just go get high. Let's hit a bong. Let's go play video games or do something like that. Now it's like, okay, like I can use this for my anxiety. Like I'm not going to feel anxious right now. And this like, then it just calms you down in a slow way. And it's great for the the medicinal purposes. And I, I love how it's being it's now like an education type of thing. And I I hope it gets into like, you know, colleges and stuff like that, where like, you can learn how to grow, learn how to like, it's like people, it's like doctors learn medicines. They should have it to like, okay, this is what white widow does. Like they should have a college courses specializing in that, like having a degree in. I'm sure
1: there are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I mean, it should be like a, you know, more of an education thing than, you know, there's the street way of it. You can do a little chapter on that and then like just the medicinal part on the other. (laughs) But um, yeah. So my next question actually to you is so you are just covered in tats and I, I dig it, man. I think that's awesome. Did you get most of them in Thailand?
1: Um, No, my whole back was done in Thailand by monks um, over the last 15 years. So every time that you uh, go to fight, Uh, the uh, your trainer will take you the day before uh, to the monks to get you blessed and kind of put on you what they feel you need so if it's strength if it's protection if it's calmness um, and they pick it for you Uh, the rest were done by a really good friend of mine who's been tattooing me over the last like 20 years so that's
0: awesome. You're like legit tatted up everywhere. I'm like, shit. I I got a I got a half a sleeve and I got a couple of leg tattoos. I'm like, this yeah, girl's real. Me,
1: people ask me how many tattoos I have and I'm just like,
0: never a- that is to me yeah. that's the stupidest question if everybody has a tattoo, you know. It's I'm like, like,
1: one? I have one, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a body I have a body full of tattoo. <laughs>
1: I don't have this isn't tattooed yet. This is my <laughs> arms. Yeah.
0: I'm sure that's coming. <laughs>
1: You know what? I don't, I don't think I'll do, I don't think I'll do um, like knees down and, uh, and elbows down. I like, I like the fact that if I was in like t-shirts and long shorts or a long skirt, you wouldn't know that I was tattooed and uh, they've all, it's cool. Cause it's, they've been for me,
0: you know, they've always it's, been. it seems cool. Cause you like you, you like, it seems like you're a model of some sort too. Like, you know, like you show off these tattoos and it's like super cool. Like and like, uh, for me, it's like, I'm not a photogenic person, but um, I, I mean, if I could show off my tattoos all the time and I could get more, that would be sweet for me. I mean, have you been like, in like Toronto magazines for that stuff? Or yeah, like we, Canadian magazines done, for that yeah, stuff? Yeah, have
1: done, um, I've been on the cover of High Canada a few times. Uh, yeah, we've done, we've done some pretty cool stuff. Um, I've been very lucky that I have a photographer, her name's uh, Taylor Oakes she's at tiny taylor oaks on instagram and she's been uh she's a little famous for te- for um photographing butts so she uh-huh. so she <laughs> took she took a bunch of photos of me and they they've always been really awesome and um and i've been lucky that she's uh, she's always caught the best side of me you know
0: <laughs> that's for sure yeah that's for sure um so i should just go back to um your first time ever smoking or whatever what what was your first do you remember your first time ever smoking or or doing anything Um, with with marijuana or cannabis
1: I was probably like four like 14 ish um smoked hash for the first time uh don't really remember because you know I I think I smoked hash the first time I drank so um so it was just probably hot mess of a kid you know um
0: got the spins
1: yeah, I got that, probably just got the spins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then the next time would have been like, I moved out to Nova Scotia when I was 16 and that was just, Nova Scotia was really awesome for weed growing everywhere and mushrooms growing everywhere. And that was kind of introduction into my life with that. Um, and, you know, the weed out there was pretty shit homegrown with lots of seeds, seeds and stems that would probably just give us a bit of a headache. Um, and that's how we were raised, but Nova Scotia was pretty big for hash. And I remember that, um, that was always awesome and probably a preference of mine at the time. And then moving back to Toronto, um, I don't think I smoked weed from. Oh, like 2000 to 2012. So probably that whole time I was just eating really, really carefully and training really, really hard and chicken breast and spinach and bullshit and not recovering and not enough fats and, you know, so I burnt myself out that way. And that's when I'm like, okay, things have to change. I need to feed myself better. I need to, um, you know, everything just kind of took a dive at that point. So it was just about putting, putting the right things back in.
0: That's I'm glad you like, so you you're on a good health regimen now too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, like being a female fighter, like we were kind of taught to cut weight super improperly. So, right. um, Now we have a lot more knowledge how to cut weight properly. You can do it with a quick bath, but women just shouldn't be cutting weight. Like it's just not good for us, you know, Um, especially if like people still want to have kids and stuff like that. So um, it's really important for our cycles to, to be well. And, you know, when you're training too hard and not eating enough and cutting calories, it's really hard to kind of maintain that. So, you know, now we, now we know better and I can kind of go forward and help women, how do you cut weight? How do you do that? How do you use cannabis to recover? And it's really awesome. The group of women that are surrounding me, the incredible athletes that surround me um, who all kind of push for this, like um, face forward plant medicine kind of healing that we're all kind of taking a part of.
0: Right. And I'm sure you're helping the men too side of it with you. Oh, with absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Like probably more men than not, but yeah, um, it's, it's exciting for me for when the women come forward, because uh, there are so few of us still, Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're just introducing this to fighters that, like you said, like they don't, they just get worn out and they're, they're in pain and they don't want to take painkillers or muscle, muscle relaxers. Like,
1: right. And they don't want to be a pussy and take a day off. You know, they want to like, we're taught, we're, we're taught like take no days off, train, like go harder, go home. And that right. is absolute bullshit and you know um and i had to i basically mentally pushed myself through that until i broke down because yeah. mentally i was like i can do it i don't fucking care i'm going to do it i'm going to do it i'm not yeah. going to take a day off and then finally i broke a bit i'm like i'm going to take a day off and that wasn't enough so having to learn that recovery is like sits in equal parts with the training like it's, you have to put as much thought into the food that you're eating and the baths that you're taking and the supplements that you're taking and the rest that you're getting. And if the rest isn't there, then everything else falls apart. If the food isn't right. there, then everything else falls apart. You're not going to go back to the gym the next day and be stronger.
0: Yeah, so, exactly. Like, yeah. And that's what I see with like, I don't know if you watch UFC at all. A little um, bit. Yeah. There's brothers, uh the Diaz brothers, Nick and um, and Nate, and they, they're big athletes. Af- advocates for cbd and and weed and stuff and uh you know they're top ranked fighters i mean like they're showing like hey like this is useful for us we can fight at a high performance level like Shit, let every, let everybody else join in on this shit. Like, yeah,
1: they're everyone's smoking weed. I wish people would stop fronting that they're not. Like, I know, like,
0: I know, and I, know. I
1: love how I love how the Diaz brothers are quoted as being CBD advocates when you can look at them and know that they're the biggest stoners ever. So, like, oh, fucking right, you get yeah. that Shit, anytime. i yeah.
0: yeah. I get high with them anytime too. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what's what's to your future plan with your with your I don't want to call it a brand what's what's next for you with the with the line yeah
1: um well we're just getting ready to launch so um over the next two months we just uh we're finishing up our formulations and taste testing uh we will be uh finishing up the branding and marketing uh we'll get to design all of the apparel and um I don't want to call it swag because we're going to do some pretty cool shit but it's, it's going to be about just getting ready to go. And I think the most exciting thing for me is going to be able to, for me to be in the stores. Um, because when you go into the stores right now, they have these massive um, fridges filled with chocolates and filled with drinks. And um, when you talk to the bud, tund- the bud tenders about it, their, their explanation is this one's strongest, this one's weakest. And I want people to have much more knowledge than that because. It's really overwhelming to walk into a cannabis store, even for myself, who knows a lot of shit that like, there's just words everywhere. Well, can somebody explain it to me? I need, Mm -hmm. like, I feel that people, even though I understand it, when I walk in, I still want the bud tender's advice because I want to assume that they're going to know better than what I do. And, you know, I know that I can go to my, my friend down the street and grab whatever, but if I can walk into the store and they're being like, yo, this person grew this, this person knows this about the genetics this you know so it's yeah we need the everybody needs the education and I think that's what kind of set us apart is that we're ready to give the education you know when we were doing the markets in the day it wasn't about the highest amount of milligrams it was like try this this is how you take it this is how you're going to feel this is what you're going to get done And people want to know about those things. So that's what's important.
0: Exactly. And that's for me too. I exactly want to know what it does, what it does, what it does for me. What am I going to go to sleep? Am I going to be tired? Or am I going to be energetic and ready to go to work for eight hours and stuff like that? So. When you talk about like the swag stuff, is that going to be your brand like blessed or something, or is that yeah. to be continued? I,
1: no, that will be. Um, yeah, we're going to do some t-shirts, um, t-shirts, some bags. Hopefully, some sports, some sportswear as well. Um, you know, it's just about. I don't want it to be crap, and there's so much. You know, if you go to like the uh, thrift store around the corner, there's all yeah. sorts of like thrown out cannabis companies apparel so i don't yeah because it's we were just oversaturated in our market so i want it to be things that people can actually use i don't want to generate more garbage for this world and um and hopefully give something people a little something that they're going to want to keep in their pocket
0: well i'll give you my new logo if you want (laughs) um yeah so that's pretty cool man i mean let's see um no, my other thing was like, again, is it is it harder to get like your your edibles and your in your water and stuff shipped down to here, or is it like you have to go through the U.S. like government? Or... Yeah,
1: that'd be that'd be super illegal. Yeah.
0: Not illegal, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like, how, how? What kind of process would it be to get it down here? Or you have no idea?
1: Yeah, like that's not something that'll be able to happen for a few years, anyways.
0: So. Yeah, you said like five years, something like that. Yeah. That's cool. So. Yeah, I mean, if you can keep me hydrated and s- send some down here, that'd be awesome. Or I'd have to sneak <laughs> up the border to go get it. But um, yeah, so um, my final thing to you, Miss Angelina, is when do you plan on revealing this stuff? Revealing? Like, um, like when are you gonna premiere all the um, all your brand? Like, what do you have a set date?
1: Should be starting in the next couple months. Yeah.
0: Next couple months. Okay. Cause I will definitely rep your stuff if you need.
1: That's appreciated very much.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. This has been awesome and I hope everything goes well for you and your brand. And I thank Jess for introducing me to you and having you show me all your cool ass tattoos, at least to up here. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think i think uh nothing i wish nothing but the best for you and your company and hopefully you guys will migrate down here too and again if you want me to rep you down here i definitely will for sure
1: that's great
0: but um yes it was very nice to meet you and hopefully i can have you on the show again in a few months for you to give me an update on what's going on with your uh your brand
1: That'd be really great. Thank you so much for having me, Maddie. All
0: right, anytime. Um, Yeah, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay, stay blessed, friend. I'll see you soon. Thanks.
0: You too. Bye. What's up? We the BMG Boys, and thank you for listening. Please follow his Facebook page and subscribe to his podcast at Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and Spotify let's go when it comes to getting to with Jason Dallas